Aloha beautiful people. I'm your host Sarah Fletcher and you're listening to The Mermaid Medium. Come journey with me as we dive deep weekly into topics of spirituality and self-development with a stellar cast of guest speakers who are highly acclaimed in their fields of expertise. You're listening to The Mermaid Medium. I take this time to pay our respect to elders past, present and the ones that are yet to come on all of the lands upon which we stand, work and play. We pay our respect to the ones who have cared for this land and held all of the wisdom and knowledge that is sacred to all of the people of this land, the First Nations people. Aloha beautiful people and you are with Sarah Fletcher, your host, listening to The Mermaid Medium and today is episode 10, double digits, love it. So this week we are in this fabulous new moon in Leo energy which is really powerful, it's about allowing ourselves to vibrantly shine our powerhouse self and come out and there's an exposing in this energy which is it can be terrifying for some (laughs) but it can also be just the medicine that you need to launch off into that new energy and direction so let your inner lion lioness out to play and see where that magic takes you now today on the show we have an incredibly special guest so we're going to jump into that interview after the collective read which will be next Uh, but before we do I wanted to just tell a little share a little moment that happened to me yesterday and I'm calling this glitch magic (laughs) I'll say it again glitch magic so I had this scenario yesterday and it's something that I'd been working on and toward for a long time now And so I went to do this thing and out of like a whole room of, I don't know, 50 people, my particular computer had a glitch. So I notified the people that I needed to notify and they moved me to a new computer, a a totally new monitor computer. And again, this computer had a glitch. It wasn't the computer, it was actually the system. And the really interesting thing and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because even though I'm still reeling and I'm like, you cannot make this stuff up, you just can't. Like these, the people that were helping me (laughs) with the computer glitch thing, they'd like never seen it before. And (laughs) especially surprised and perplexed when we changed computers entirely and the same thing happened again. Uh, Other people were using the same system as myself at the same time and not one other person had this same error. So I don't know. But the reason I share this is because on the way to this place yesterday where I had the computer glitch, I had been speaking out really positive mantras and manifestations which if you know me you know I'm big into it's it's the energy and the resonance that we put out and the power of our words they're spells that's why it's called spelling so I believe in the power of the spoken word and the vibration that words hold and as we are mostly water and water holds vibration it is so important that we choose to use conscious words, words consciously. So I'm driving to this this event and, you know, saying all of my powerful conscious mantras and manifestations and <laughs> like I'm buzzing. By the time I arrive, I'm buzzing. I'm feeling it, you know, my cells are all vibrating. It's great. And then when these glitches happened, it really... At the same time, I don't know if you've ever had this, but at the same time, it threw me off balance, one part of me, but then another part of me, my mind actually, my mind was going, hmm, 
this is really interesting. So I had this observer step in, which is myself, my higher self, actually. And my observer stepped in and was, you know, saying, actually, this is really, this is really going to work in your favor. This is fabulous. So my logical mind is saying one thing and reeling. And then my higher knowing or the observer is saying something completely polar opposite. So this whole experience ended and I had a, I had a big good laugh with the people that, that had been helping me with this computer thing. And I mean, I feel sorry for them. They had to end up putting all this paperwork in about this program. But um, fascinating, so fascinating. I'm driving back home afterwards just still still reeling and going you just can't make this stuff up and my higher self is still saying to me or connecting in with this deeper knowing like this has worked out in your favor so now now I'm in that waiting time right where we've got to just surrender and let it go and see what happens because soon enough I'm going to find out one way or or not whether it's worked in my favor or not and it makes me think of that story have you heard of that story where it's like and then this happens and then they say is it good or is it bad who can say and then as a result and then this happens and then they say again is it good or is it bad who can say <laughs> so I don't know if you understood what I just said but yeah I'm on that tangent of is it good is it bad I mean, good and bad are both very polar words. They're very polarizing opposite words. But um, you know, I'm you know what I'm going for. Like, is it positive? Is it negative? Is the outcome going to be in your favor or against you, sort of thing? And who can say? Even if it is not in your favor in that moment, maybe eventually, long term, it is in your favor. So it's a trusting process, isn't it? All of life. And of course, we're active participants in our destiny to an extent. That's one of the things that I wanted to share on today. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was um, sort of along the lines of manifestation and the power of words and spelling. I've been doing a lot of writing this week and in writing and plugging into that energy, I've really opened up the floodgates for more to drop in. So this is my this is my big share. The more space you make, the more space you make. I'll say it again, the more space you make, the more space you make. I'll leave that one with you. Are you seeking spiritual and well-being guidance? Join us for a special night of Spirit Being Connections on Saturday, August 19th. Hosted by Australian Spiritual and Wellbeing Events from 7 to 10 p.m., witness the magic of seven highly gifted psychics, mediums and mystics who will connect you with the spirit world. Tickets are just 45 at the door and include free entry into the Mind Body Soul Festival the following day at Beresville Bowling Club on Sunday 20th of August from 10am to 5pm. Tickets for the festival are just $10 and you go into the draw for the mega lucky door prize. The festival features a reading room for psychic readings and over 16 exhibitors showcasing all things metaphysical from crystals to clothes, cards to clairvoyance, healing hands to holistic health and a day full of motivational speakers, platform demonstrations and sound healing experiences all for free. Don't miss this opportunity to connect with the divine and explore the worlds of spirituality and well-being. Go to Australian Spiritual Events on Facebook to get your tickets. So for today's collective card read, tarot card read, we have three beautiful cards from Radley Valentine's Guardians, uh, Guardian Angel Tarot deck. And the first card is Five of Water. Disappointment, regret and forgiveness. Now this card's come up twice today. I've pulled it twice today. I've shuffled extensively and pulled it twice for two separate readings today. 
two separate collective readings, one that I did earlier online, and it's come up again. So it was just always meant to be here. Five of Water, Disappointment, Regret and Forgiveness. This is about, and my little one, she said she was looking at these cards the other day and doing her own reading as she does. She's only four, God bless her. And she pulled this card and said, I messed up. I am sad. And this is just so what this card is about. And it's beyond that though. The, the medicine of this card is about, yes, we all mess up sometimes. Yes, we all have things happen. But we're not going to sit on the ground and cry over spilt milk. We're going to mop it up, clean it up and move on and pour another glass, aren't we? So essentially, this is about forgiving ourselves for any of those things that we you know that that have been mistakes or that we have maybe not chosen the right thing that we thought would have been best in the moment or um, long term but we can always move forward and shift and change and every moment is an opportunity to choose something new Gen generally speaking okay of course we have we have people in the world that do not have that freedom for themselves for certain reasons um, and and bless those souls, right? But for the, for the most of us, we have choice. Even if we are in certain situations that feel binding, how we choose to view the situation, how we choose to feel in that situation how we choose to rise in that situation, that's the difference. That's the difference. Okay? So that's what Five of Water is bringing today. Transform. Let yourself expand again and come back out of that place. Five of Air. So we've got another, another number five. Two in a row. This card is very similar in lots of ways. Mistakes melodrama and reassessment so this can go two ways this can be like don't get drawn into other people's dramas um, be really aware of your energy and where you place your energy and whom you give your energy to because your energy is your sacred life force and it can also in reverse um, be that you might be the one that's being the melodrama person in the situation the melodramatic person in the situation and maybe you need to have a really good look in the mirror <laughs> so that you're not wasting other people's time and energy as well um, so just take this one as a, a again a reflective it's a reflective card how can you step up so that you step away from that unnecessary um, investment of dramatic energy and then I love this story because it's followed by the Transformation Tower card. Now, this card is all about the tower having to be knocked over in order and totally destroyed, really, to be rebuilt on a stronger foundation. Realization, life change, liberation. This is the aha moment card. This is when the lightning strikes. This is when the genius happens. It's the alchemy. It's the rebirth, right? Um, there's a sand timer as well, an hourglass that sits in this card and it's really about a timing piece. So it's necessary. All that has happened before this moment of transformation has been necessary, but now it's time to shift and lift the energy and really elevate your consciousness and experience. Okay. The butterfly also sits in this card and... That's all about transformation. You know that the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis. It has the time within before it comes back out and expands. And then the butterfly has a very short lifespan, actually, of only a couple of weeks. And, um, and then it dies. And the cycle happens all over again. So life, death and, right? life, death and rebirth. Transformation. I hope this helps. I hope this resonates. Take the best, leave the rest. And if you want to connect with me for 
you know, first and foremost, I'm a psychic medium, but I also work with beautiful tarot cards in all of my work as well. Not because I need cards, but because I enjoy bringing the cards um, after I've already talked about everything that's come through from the spiritual world and loved ones past. Uh, I bring the tarot cards in to talk about here and now and looking forward. So they're great when people have questions about life, what's happening, what's coming, all of that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's where they really serve. So yeah, if you want to connect with me for a reading, you can go over to Gypsy Living Love on Instagram. That's all one word, lowercase. You can check out, I do daily posts. Um, I'm really big into my story posting on the story there's links there that you can check out and click to book um, you can also go over to my website and you'll find that link in my bio if you're not a Instagram person you can go directly to my website just type in uh, gypsy living love and you will find it come up you'll probably find it quite soon in the top two or three I think today folks we have the great pleasure of listening to an interview with Karen Kay who is fairy and mermaid whisperer Karen shares her love for the elemental realms through her work Karen is a best-selling Hay House author with two oracle decks messages from the mermaids and oracle of the fairies Plus, her new deck, Manifesting with the Fairies, coming out later this year. She is the co-founder of the Three Wishes Fairy Festival and fairy events in the UK and has been organising spiritual events for almost 30 years, since 1995. Karen is also the founder of Fame and Mermaids magazine. In her spare time, she sings, makes music and creates meditation CDs. She's a busy lady who always has time for others and loves to spread her joy and shine her light in this world. Karen connects to the elemental realms through bringing her ancient wisdom from fairies, mermaids and unicorns into our human realm. I'm so excited for you guys to tune into this interview today. Aloha. Oh, hi, Sarah. Yay, it works. <laughs> We're here. Oh, folks, today we have the beautiful Karen Kay, the most magical being, joining us. And Karen, can I just say thank you? It's such an absolute honour to have you on here with us. Oh, I'm very honoured myself to be joining you, Sarah. And um, it's, yeah, it's a thrill. Isn't it amazing technology that we can talk <laughs> when we're on different sides of the planet it's it blows my mind <laughs> before we started today I pulled three of your fabulous cards from the messages uh from the mermaids deck that you've created and yes. the three cards are light feelings and free spirit <laughs> so uh, I thought oh yeah I can feel it I can feel the energy already <laughs> <laughs> So, Karen, I know that for you, you as a little girl at your grandmother's garden, I believe, connected with the fairies first. I would love so much for you to share about with us with you, where your journey began. Yeah, of course. So I was a small child. I was probably somewhere between the age of five and seven years old. I can't remember exactly, but... I used to spend a lot of time with my grandmother at her house because my parents had separated and I went to live with her and it was just so magical. It was in a place in South London, but it was very green and her garden was just, oh, I, I even now, like this many years later, I, I can kind of go back to that just magical space with the beautiful fragrances of the flowers because she was just really really into her gardening and roses especially and that's where my first recollection of my connection with the fairies happened so I would be kind of standing near her while she'd be pruning the roses I would collect up all the rose petals and I would put them in a little pot and create 
what I believed was perfume for the flower fairies. It was actually <laughs> rose water if we're going to be technical about it. But um, I would mix it all up and I would leave it out overnight for the fairies. And when I would go to check the following day, it would always be gone. And this happened numerous times. And I would see them as points of light kind of like penetrating into this human dimension from their dimension and it they would just be kind of dancing lights in lots of vibrant really vivid colors and at that young age I didn't even really know what fairies were or it was just a natural connection that was happening so my ego hadn't fully developed so that I could question it yeah. I just accepted what was happening and basically they've stayed with me my entire life and I'm very grateful for that they make it super fun and um, a little <laughs> bit mischievous too but it's all good <laughs> oh wow you know what I as a child grew up with my nana Karen and mm. she had this magical garden as well and I also used to collect flower petals and <gasps> put them in water and make what I thought was perfume or potion and yeah, charge it in the moonlight. And I just, I, I can't say as a child, I, yeah, it's not like I saw fairies, but I always saw colourful lights, which now I know. So such a similar, such a similar little childhood uh, connection moment. Yes, that, that's identical pretty yes. much, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I love it. And and when she you were speaking, it was like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> she had this little um, magical part of her garden at the bottom of the garden, a willow tree, and she used to call this area Camelot. And in Camelot, we would play like King Arthur and Queen Guinevere and, you know, we had these wooden stumps that were all cut up trees. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that sounds so enchanting and what a beautiful <laughs> addition to any childhood isn't it like just yeah. so so magical absolutely oh, really beautiful <laughs> so you're also an incredible mermaid spirit and where did this all start for you your you know fascination and connection to the merfolk so that that came a little later and as you know or maybe you know the listeners aren't aware but mermaids and fairies are all a part of the elemental realm so that even though they're very different beings they're all form a part of the elemental realms which would also include unicorns gnomes elves etc so for me my connection really strongly happened with the mermaids when i first visited cornwall which was in the mid 80s and as soon as i got because I'm from London which is probably obvious from my accent um, I lived in London all of my life and then I went to visit Cornwall and I just knew that I was home it was like the home of my soul the home of my heart yeah. and it's surrounded by ocean there's ocean all around the edge of Cornwall and it was this feeling I it's it's hard to explain and I say feeling because with mermaids it is all about the feelings the flowing the just an inner feeling a really strong connection and I was compelled like almost obsessively to draw mermaids and you might say well that doesn't sound unusual but I don't consider myself to be an artist I used to do collage and the extent of my artistic talents was pretty much matched matched it people but when I was drawing these mermaids I was just getting these visions and they were they weren't conventional mermaids they were like mermaid warriors and kings and queens and they had tridents and they were sitting in thrones and wow. I rem remember really vividly just every single scale in their tails I was drawing meticulously and I was using black pen and silver ink and it was just all black and silver and unfortunately I don't have the images now which is really I don't know I can see it really vividly in my mind but I used to keep lots and lots of journals and I was in a house once and 
somebody was looking after the house and literally the house burnt down and I lost wow. so many fit I lost so many things including a lot of my mermaid drawings um but that's a whole other story but so that was my first connection they they kind of came to me I feel like in my soul in a really creative feeling way um and that was when I was drawing and then I was just inexplicably drawn to the ocean like I just have to be there and that's continued to this day I I just I like to go to the ocean every other day pretty much and when I'm away for any extended period of time like up country where there isn't really the ocean I really get itchy feet or itchy fins <laughs> if you like and I just need to get back there and I um, hear you <laughs> and when I created my messages from the mermaids oracle deck or guidance deck whatever you want to call it I went to the beach daily and meditated and the messages from the mermaids came through and so I I don't I suppose it was channeling but I don't really care to use the word channeling a lot because I think yeah. it can be misinterpreted yeah. misinterpreted but I I opened myself to receiving those messages and they came through obviously through through the Karen filter through my own filter and it just flowed really beautifully and um and it's almost like in retrospect now because the deck came out in 2020 I I read the messages now and I can see how it talks to me now if that makes sense and the messages even because I was going through quite a challenging time when I um, wrote the deck and it was almost like I I don't know they were giving me messages of upliftment no matter how bleak your situation might seem because the the mermaid deck is more kind of um, it's deeper it's definitely deeper and I experience it as very healing yeah yeah, definitely. And and that is the intention behind it, although I wasn't fully aware of that consciously when when the deck was created. It's only now that I'm thinking, oh, I, I really get this now. Um, yeah. And yeah, very healing, very. It's about accepting your feelings, no matter what they are, because we you know, I am quite a positive person generally but we all have down days you know that's what it is to be human although I say I'm half human half mermaid and half fairy (laughs) I know that's three halves but you know maths was never my forte but it is um I don't know the human part of us experiences all the feelings you're gonna laugh Karen today I was literally studying percentages and decimals (laughs) (laughs) I've got this silly teacher maths test I've got to do to to stay a teacher and it's just oh it's driving me insane (laughs) oh wow that's so funny maths was the only thing I think because it's really um it it uses a part of the brain that I don't really dwell in very often now I can of course I can do maths and stuff but it's very it's it's just in a different part of my brain that I don't choose to dwell in very often (laughs) I get it I literally sent a message to a friend saying I just my body sort of repulses this (laughs) I'm trying really hard to embrace it oh what was it like for you growing up and living as this incredibly magical being that you are now obviously you're a human but you've got all of these elemental um, aspects of yourself and how did that work in this world well it just happened very naturally it wasn't something that I I mean I did when I became a teenager I I didn't think it was cool to be into fairies and and I didn't so I'd been really open to them and then when I became a teenager I got into kind of punk rock and gothic look and all of this and it was like oh is our fairies cool you know but even then they never left me and they kind of believed in me which is what I needed at that point actually and I ended up like my first tattoo was a fairy tinkerbell on my shoulder (laughs) and and I was kind of like a fairy goth mother so I would be like wearing all the goth stuff but I'd be having wings and a wand and like big thigh boots on but still a little tutu and stuff so I was always 
doing it. It was always, it, and it just happened. I was always a little bit different, a little bit quirky, and it it just feels really natural. So I'm not really aware of how I um, adapted to having that magical life because it was always, and it still is, very natural to me. Just intrinsically part of your experience and who you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, wow. And so what's on the boil? A little fairy flew in and told me that you've got something very special coming up. What's happening? (laughs) Well, I've got a few things coming up, actually, and some things I can share and some things I can't (laughs) share yet. But but I can, like, just between me and you, I can say say that I've got a new Oracle deck coming out um, later this year. It will be coming out early December so just in time for the festive season and it's called Manifesting with the Fairies and it's my newest oracle deck and I've worked with this incredible artist called Jane Delaford Taylor and she wasn't really known for her fairy artwork because she's done a mermaid tarot deck for somebody she's done angel decks with Diana Cooper she's done so much work but nobody really knew her for her fairy artwork but I did know her for that because I also am the founder of a magazine called Faye F-A-E which stands for fairies and enchantment and years ago she wrote to me with some of her fairy artwork so I I kind of approached her and thought, you know, would you like to work with me on this? And we worked together on it. And I kind of see all the visions when I work. So yeah. even though I don't do the artwork, it I see it it just kind of yeah. either drops into my mind or I'm very I'm a very visual person. So I saw the images and everything and then I would write it down and send it to her through through the publishers which is Hay House and um and together we've just created this beautiful magical deck and and basically I've been manifesting with fairies pretty much my whole life consciously and unconsciously in the younger years and I just wanted to be able to share some of the techniques that I've personally used because I know they work for me and people can see in real time how these things are working for me. And I just wanted to share that because I feel like everybody should have access to that. And I know there's like a million and one books on manifesting and Oracle decks on manifesting. But this is different because it's manifesting with, with the, the fairies. fairies. Yeah, so you're bringing, and you're bringing in this extra magical element on top of the, the kind of law of attraction manifestation. Yes. And it just gives it extra fairy dust and sparkles. And I will say there are some mer fairies in the deck too. Oh, of course there are. Of course um, there are. That's, <laughs> oh, that's everything. <laughs> yeah. And that has to be my, it will not has to be, it seems to be my little calling card now so in all of my decks there you'll find at least one mer fairy lurking in there somewhere oh. because it's important to me yeah <laughs> I know what I'm getting for Christmas I'm so excited that's amazing oh. Karen <laughs> oh thank you wow. and they are they're available to pre-order now on Amazon but um and they will be available in all good bookshops and you know the usual places that you can get decks from but there will be some very special bonuses coming out that I'll be announcing on my social media and my newsletter uh, and that will come out start coming out in September I'll start sharing about the bonuses and things that people can get if they want to pre-order the deck oh everybody's got to stay tuned to that guys this is going to be so incredible I can't wait to get my hot hands on (laughs) and (laughs) do you have anything else that you can share about what's coming up at the moment or is that all under wraps still um well I am moving my three wishes fairy festival to glastonbury next year and that's huge um i've been doing my three wishes fairy festival for mm, i think it's 17 18 years a long time and um and it's always been in cornwall i have changed venues a couple of times there and i just 
I probably like yourself and many people listening, when you get this kind of calling, this inner knowing, it's time to move, it's time to change. So basically, I just said to the fairies, I think this is going to be the last festival. Unless you want me to do another one, you have to let me know. And then they just literally guide me to somebody and then it just all unfolds so I've got a beautiful venue on the um the outskirts of Glastonbury and it's going to be next August which I'm really excited about oh I want to come over I've never been and what an introduction hey oh my gosh you would absolutely love it and we have mermaids there of course we do um we have like a mermaid lagoon and the mermaid oh it's just so enchanting and beautiful and and just and it's a family friendly festival so there's something for all ages all ages are catered for there's over a hundred different workshops and talks and demonstrations and that's all included in the ticket so once you're inside you just pay one price for a ticket when you're inside everything is included except your food and anything that you want to buy from the magical fairy market so it's um yeah and also there's going to be a backdrop of Glastonbury tour at the new venue so I just even every time I think about it, it's like wow this is like <laughs> so incredible and so exciting and I really can't wait to share with everybody who feels drawn it will make it easier for people to come because it's more central than the previous location was as well so for all my Aussie listeners let's say we get a group together and just head on over <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you wanted to get a group, message me and I'll do you a magical group discount if you're coming from so far away. Across the world, we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'd love that. (laughs) Oh, well, so where can people – okay, I know people can find you at your festival and they can connect with you through the beautiful works that you bring to the world. Are there any other avenues in which people can work with you? Yeah, so occasionally I open the fairy doors to my um, readings and I do I don't do a lot of readings, but they're actually open um, at the moment. And when I've got a kind of window of time, I open the door for people to book if they want a one to one reading with me, which I don't do a lot, but I do enjoy doing them. Yeah. Um, and also via my website is probably the best place, karenk.co.uk, because I've got a newsletter there and you'll just get to hear whatever's happening. You'll hear it first. That's and also, um, oh, also I've got um, to coincide with the launch of my deck. I'm doing a special uh, workshop in Glastonbury at the Chalicewell Gardens meeting room, which is a stunning location. And everybody that attends will get a pre-released signed deck of my Manifesting with the Fairies. So they'll be like the first ones to get it, but it's a pre-release copy. So, yeah, and that's included, you know, when people book. And the details, again, they'll be on my website. And also I'm very active on Instagram, which is Karen K Fairy. And I do kind of daily readings and I post every single day and I really love connecting with people on Instagram. But I'm also on Facebook and TikTok and it's just Karen K Fairy everywhere. I'm omnipresent virtually, basically. (laughs) I love it. Technology is fabulous for that, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, it is. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Well, I have to say that getting to speak to you tonight um, has been such a dream of mine. I actually wrote down, speaking on manifesting, uh, wrote down a whole list before I began my podcast of people that I wanted to interview and you were on the list. Oh, wow. Yay. (laughs) Dreams come true. That's they really, really do. And and you've just given a perfect example as well, or a perfect example, I like to say, (laughs) because when we make lists of our dreams and wishes and we can actually look back at them and think, wow, that happened, that happened. And you can see real time evidence of that. I used to do that when I was a teenager and I I do have some of those journals left and I look back and think, wow, that was just a pipe dream. It was a dream. I never really thought it would even happen. And like I used to listen to Louise Hay when I was a teenager 
And it was my dream to do my own book or Oracle deck or, you know, something. But I never, you know, you just wish it and you think, oh, well, maybe that will happen one day. And then all of these years later, I'm actually doing it. And I've not just done one. I've done two. I've done three now and probably more to come. So it's like, wow, like you say, you write things down and that is a part of of manifesting 101 I say just to write it down get it out of your head onto the paper and then it's existing in a material form even if it's just writing it's the beginning of that manifesting process yeah this year I just finished writing my first book and I have submitted it to a bunch of publishing companies and you'll laugh at this one because I actually got an offer from a publishing company in the UK oh Um, yeah (laughs) but they are a boutique company so I'm not sure if that's the best way to go or not I'm still I'm still sort of hanging back to see what comes through because I'm still in that time frame but I'm you know I'm just at that threshold of of is it going to happen with a company or is this something that I'm going to self-publish or you know how does it look that sort of thing Yeah, yeah it's all it's all this magical exciting time right now oh it's so uh, first of all let me congratulate you because you've first of all it is already a success the fact that you've written a book and you've sent a proposal and you've been you've received an offer which is like yes say yes to that even if (laughs) even if you don't sign that contract it's still an offer coming in. It's still the universe coming in, pulsing in, saying yes, you know, and that and that's a yes from the universe, which is fantastic. And I feel like there's going to be at least one, possibly more yeses coming for you. And I feel like you really know your intuition and you're spot on with it. So, you know, like holding back at the moment is the right time. Plus, we're in all of these retrogrades, aren't we? Like there's so many, I can't even remember how many there are. But I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Ah, well, yeah. And this it's because when we... We're often advised, and I'm not an astrology expert at all, but I do understand a little bit about the retrogrades especially, and it's it's always advised not to really instigate any new contracts during these retrograde times, especially when it's Mercury retrograde, which we're coming into. I think we're in the pre-shadow at the moment. Oh. Um, and actually there's another Hay House author, Yasmin Boland, who does all the moonology work. She she's written a book about mercury retrograde so she she is an expert on it and I learn a lot from her as well so if anybody wants to kind of dive deeper into that then she's certainly somebody to look to maybe I should interview her on mercury retrograde <laughs> yes oh my gosh that would be incredible that would be I I would definitely tune into that definitely <laughs> Oh, it has been such an absolute joy to share this evening with you and, you know, just to hear about all of your magic. You're absolutely inspiring and I've followed your work for so many years and I just know so many people that absolutely adore your work. So, Karen, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on tonight and I can't wait to work with your work in the future and meet you. Oh, yeah, the same. And thank you again for inviting me. And just, it's just, it's flown by, hasn't it? These chats always do, especially when they're fun. And it's certainly been fun. And so many similarities, like with our childhood. It's just so wonderful to hear. And I wish you all the best with your writing career that is just beginning, just blossoming. It's so beautiful. And I will be watching and cheering you from the sidelines as well. And um, I look forward to when we can connect again. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Big love. Lots of love to you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Daily practice is such an important part of our self-development and a really accessible tool is journaling, one of my own go-tos on a daily. I absolutely love the Tides of Change journal, which is a nautically themed journal designed by psychologist, yoga and dance teacher, Poppy E. Atru. Through the power of guided journaling, you'll learn to identify your core values, set goals aligned with your truest desires, and chart your course towards an authentic life that you love. 
Whether you're seeking personal or professional growth, this journal will help you stay on track and motivated to manifest your wildest dreams. To order your Tides of Change journal, go to wellnessarts.com.au forward slash shop. If you have pains or blocks in your life and nothing is shifting, if you want to connect with your higher self and the universe with more ease and flow, then Wendy Buckingham is the lady to see. Wendy sees energies of all kinds. She connects to the angels and guides of love and light to help to clear away karma with your permission, of course, so that you feel more like you. Wendy works in person and internationally via Zoom, hands-free, all higher dimension energy work. So contact Wendy Buckingham on Facebook. Spring Willow is this beautiful, magical sanctuary space that I visit every time I'm on the northern beaches of Sydney. It's located at Balgala, where individual treatments are offered to cater for many needs a person might have. Larissa, who I've known for over 25 years now, amazing, beautiful human being, draws from many modalities, including shiatsu, energy healing, crystal bowls, and sound therapy to provide a supportive session that allows your body's natural healing and balancing abilities to restore a sense of well-being. Also offered a crystal alchemy bowl sessions in a group setting or one-on-one to amplify and magnify positive change. Larissa makes the most incredible ceremonial tools, which I personally use for my energy work and space and land clearing and ceremony. You can find out all about what Larissa's offering at Spring Willow Healing on Insta. Today for the stories on spirit segment, I'm going to actually read you a little short story and normally you know that I'd tell you a story, something that's happened that I've heard of something that has happened to myself or anyone close to me, something that's happened from any of our listeners. But today I'm going to read you a story and it's called The Tiger, an inspiring story by Remez Sasson. I hope I pronounced that right. A teacher and his student were walking from one village to another when they all of a sudden heard a roar behind them. They turned their head in the direction of the roar. They saw a big tiger following them. The student was horrified and the first thing he wanted to do was run away. But since he had been studying and practicing self-discipline, he was able to stop himself from running and wait to see what his teacher would do. What shall we do, master? asked the terrified student. The teacher looked at the student and answered in a calm voice. There are several options. We can fill our minds with paralyzing fear so that we cannot move and let the tiger do with us whatever it pleases. We can also run away, but then the tiger will run after us and catch us. Another option is to fight, but this is not a good option since the tiger is stronger than us. We can pray to God to save us and we can also send the tiger love. There are other things that we can do. We can choose to influence the tiger with the power of our mind. However, this requires strong concentration. We can focus and meditate on the inner power that are within us and on the fact that we are one with the entire universe, including the tiger, and in this way, influence its soul. Which option do you choose? asked the frightened student. You're the master, you tell me what to do, we don't have much time. The master turned his gaze fearlessly toward the tiger, emptied his mind from all thoughts and entered a deep state of meditation. In his consciousness he embraced everything in the universe, including the tiger. In this state, the consciousness of the tiger of the teacher became one with the consciousness of the tiger. Meanwhile, the student started to shiver with fear as the tiger was already quite close, ready to make a leap at them. He was amazed at how his teacher could stay so calm and detached in the face of danger. 
Meanwhile, the teacher continued to meditate without fear. After a while, the tiger gradually lowered, lowered its head and tail, turned around and went away. The student was astonished and asked his teacher, what did you do? Nothing. I just cleared all thoughts from my mind and united myself in spirit with the tiger. We became united in peace on the spiritual level. The tiger sensed the inner calmness, peace and unity and felt no threat or need to display violence. When the mind is silent and calm, its peace is automatically transmitted to everything and everyone around, influencing them deeply, concluded the teacher. So there you have it, folks. Now, I am not suggesting... Disclaimer, I am not suggesting if a tiger is coming towards you that you do this, although maybe that's the only advice I have. <laughs> but I chose this story because I am, in fact, a tiger. And so it resonated <laughs> for me to share that one with you today. Now, if you're looking for an incredible all-round medium, healer, and animal communicator, Hermin, founder of Healing Knowledge Harmony, is a medium, mentor, and animal communicator. Using direct channeling and clear senses, her primary focus is supporting you on your spiritual journey, connecting with past lives and your guides to connect to your higher self. Hermin works with your beloved animal companions too. You can find her on Facebook, Insta and on her website, healingknowledgeharmony.com. If you're after an incredible naturopath, shamanic energy healer, mindfulness and meditation guide and mentor, then look no further. I work with Sarah Sonara Diamond and the results have been absolutely unbelievable. Sarah's service and passion here on Mother Earth is assisting in alchemizing relationships of all types, first and foremost with yourself and by extension all others. After all, life is all about being in a relationship with everything around us. Her approach and philosophy is rewilding through the heart, which means gently coming back into our heart space and reconnecting to our magical Space of love, kindness and compassion, forgiveness and softness, courage and bravery and authenticity. To keep coming back to a state of remembering who we are. Working with Sarah is a pathway to knowing yourself on a deeper level. So that the choices that you make are coming from your heart rather than from program belief systems. It's all about reconnecting to our inner truth so that our joy, light and essence can shine through brighter than before. You can find Sarah Sanara Diamond at www.sanaralife and on Insta at sanara.wild.soul.divine-being. Check her out. us to the end of our episode together today folks as always so much love and so much gratitude and until next time